friends, and welcome Hello. back. Here we are again. Oh, we're here. We're, we're here. here. We're not together, but we're here. But we're we're together. In spirit. But not together. As we're, are you? Yeah. With us. <laughs> we're all being safe, social distancing. Yeah. Do what we got to do till this belogna is over. Exactly. And you know what? It's okay. We're making we're making do. We're happy that yeah. we're still able to bring you some murder stories and such. Yes. Although today we have something a little different. It started out as me trying to pick another mysterious case because <laughs> I love to give you guys some unsolved <laughs> and so this one is well, I don't want to spoil the ending or anything but it's just different than our norm so yeah don't want to spoil anything no but something something a little different so we hope you enjoy okay so today we are going to discuss the disappearance of Rico Harris um, Rico is what his friends and family described as a, quote, gentle giant. He was basically a huge dude. He was, like, six foot nine, 300 pounds. Big like, old boy. Yeah, like a big boy. Um, but just, like, everybody described him, um, like growing up and stuff like as hardworking mm-hmm. he was a little bit shy he was you know overall pretty happy like just you know running the mill um living his life um his mom um her name was margaret fernandez um she was a caregiver his dad um henry harris was a semi-pro basketball player um, he had three younger siblings. They moved around a lot in his childhood from Oregon um, to California, eventually settled in Alhambra, California, after his parents divorced. Um, and his dad was actually reportedly abusive, and that was what mm-hmm. led to the es- divorce. Especially to Rico. Yeah, so not, like, the greatest situation, but, again, overall, I mean, I think he was okay after this. Um, Uh He was close with his mom. He was super into basketball, which um, he obviously got from his dad. He, like, worked really hard. He didn't do drugs. He didn't do alcohol. Um, He was a star player on his high school basketball team. So, overall, like, good outlook. Mm-hmm. Things were looking up for big old Rico. Um, he went to Arizona State University uh, right away, but he kind of started going down a bad path when he got to college. Um, he could have played for the NCAA, but he wasn't doing very well in school. Um, on top of that, he was arrested. Um, he was Uh-oh. never. Yeah, he was never charged, but he was arrested for, um, there were some women saying that um, him and his friends had sexually assaulted them. Um, it never mounted oh. anything, yeah, never mounted to anything due to conflicting stories and whatnot, um, but basically ASU didn't want him to play. They asked him to sit out the season. He was not there for that, so he left. 
Switch uh, to a smaller city college. Yep. Um, so he played basketball there. Um, he was a pretty talented basketball player. And he, after the city college, he attended Cal State Northridge. Um, bigger colleges were looking at him. The NBA was interested in him. Uh-huh. But he ended up um, being suspended in college again. So just so couldn't. Those dang violation of team rules. Exactly. You got to play by the rules, Rico, if you want to play ball. You probably would have fit in on the NBA just fine. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Speaking of the NBA, anybody else watching the documentary about Michael Jordan? My hubby is. We we've watched a couple, the first couple episodes so far. I'm kind of into it. I was, you know, as a as a child, kind of a Bulls fan, just like every other every band other person. Popper, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So it's pretty interesting. Kind of like it. I but. think I'm gonna be a person that like I'll probably watch it, but I'd rather watch it when all the episodes are out and I can just like binge. Yeah, like I don't kinda... want to wait. I know. Lives to be over. <laughs> Sorry. It wouldn't be right if break into song. Yeah, it's just me. Um, Yeah, so anyway, Rico continued his basketball career. Um, The year is now 2000. He was hired by the Harlem Globetrotters, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Not so fun is only getting to play for a couple months until an injury ended his career at 24 years old. But not just any injury. I thought, oh, bummer, a basketball injury. No. He was trying to break up a fight and got hit in the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I know that life is a series of choices you make. But at the same time, like, I also feel bad for this guy. Like, it just seems like he can't catch a break. <laughs> Poor Rico. I told Amber I was really excited about this because I'm like, oh, a Harlem Globetrotter. And then I read and I'm like, he literally, like, Barely got to practice, and he was done. <laughs> it was a big letdown for me. Right? I know. I, that's, like, how the case presented itself. It's, like, former Harlem Globetrotter, and I'm like, ooh, juicy, let's do this one. Yeah. Former barely Harlem Globetrotter, but... Like, he probably yeah. didn't even have a uniform. No, probably not. I mean, a couple months, I don't think, is enough to uh, get in a whole, whole bunch of game time. No. Um, but yeah, so college had obviously started like a little bit of downward spiral for him. But after this, um, he really went off the deep end, um, basically from the years of 2001 to 2007, he was like constantly arrested for a myriad of crimes, um, public intoxication, burglary, trespassing, just all kinds of random things. Um, he started using drugs um he was he had started to drink a lot in college um but now had escalated to drug use he od'd on prescription pain meds which he did go to rehab he wanted to yep he wanted to get his life back on track and he did become sober for a few years um so again i mean the poor guy like he he was was trying 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 his best. He's, you know, maybe making a few bad decisions here and there, but 
So, um, Rico got a new job um, working private security where he met his girlfriend, Jennifer Song, um, in 2012. She was from Seattle and he was living in L.A. Um, They started a long-distance relationship. And a couple years later, they started talking about marriage and, you know, moving in together and getting on with their relationship. Um, So that was their plan going forward, and he was making the move to Seattle. Um, In September of 2014, Jennifer um, noticed he was kind of acting strange again. She was curious if maybe he was using drugs again, um, and he did admit to her that he had relapsed. Um, and he had also confided in a friend and had said, like, you know, I want to get better. Like, I want to, mm-hmm. um, I want to fight this and whatever. Um, kind of all that's mentioned about that as far as um, him using again. He did get in a fight with his roommate um, before he moved to Seattle and just kind of, like, walked out and left, and apparently, like, his relationship wasn't that great, according to the roommate, even according to his mom. Like, his mom was a little concerned that they were maybe, like, moving too fast. Maybe she was a little controlling. Just, you know, kind of... And these are, this is all kind of just, you know, hearsay. hearsay after the fact, you know, we're getting stories from Jennifer, from the friends, from yeah, the mom. Yeah, he said, she said, blame game. Yeah, right. And I mean, you never know, like, every relationship has problems, too. Oh, so, yeah. Like, were they super serious? Were they not? We don't know. Um, so, October 8th, 2014... Um, he was in Seattle and he told his girlfriend that he was just going to go drive around, check out the city. Um, and she was at work or at the gym or something she had left. So she's like, yep, no problem. Like have fun. I'll talk to you when I get home. So she got home about eight that night and he still wasn't back. So she just texted him and was like, Hey, what's up? Where are you? And he apparently was in Oregon <laughs> traveling. Like what? Yeah, like traveling back to his hometown of Alhambra, California, which um, I had to Google map to see <laughs> how far this was. <laughs> um, the drive from Seattle to Alhambra is approximately 18 hours. So this isn't just like, a, oh, I'm going to run home really quick trip. Yeah, like that's yeah. something you plan for. Oh, absolutely. At later on, Jennifer had said um, she wasn't like super surprised about this. She knew that there was like some air to clear between him and his mom, just with some like childhood stuff to, um, and stuff going on with their relationship, like um, him and his girlfriend's relationship. And so she was just like, okay, like not super surprised about it and was just kind of like, okay, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was October 8th. So October 9th at about 2 a.m., he arrived at his mom's house. 
um, his mom was like obviously a little concerned because she like, didn't. What are you expect- doing here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's two a.m. What's happening? She was like also concerned that he had maybe been drinking or using drugs, and like he hadn't slept this whole time. He had like drove all the way from Seattle all the way there. So he, well, he was there. He took um, that day. He took his brother out to dinner. Um. Apparently had some kind of a conversation with them, gave him a cell phone as a oh. gift, and that was that. He, around 10.30 that night, told his mom that he was going to take a nap, and then he was going to head back to Seattle. So, like, he drove this whole way and hadn't slept at all and was going to take a quick nap and then go back home because he had, like, a party to attend. He had, like, a neighborhood get-together <laughs> and a job interview the next day. So he's like, I got to I gotta bounce. <laughs> got to go. Um, bye. Yeah. So October 10th, 1 a.m., he called his mom. She didn't even know that he had left. Um, he hadn't talked to his girlfriend. She didn't know that he was on his way home either, but they ended up talking on the phone for a few hours. They were pretty sure he had been awake still this whole time, like hadn't slept at all. It's been 40 hours. Um, Jennifer was concerned, but apparently they like chatted for a while and she ended up going to bed. Um, She woke up at 8 a.m. She called him, talked to him, and he said he was near Sacramento getting gas. And that was the last time that either of them heard from him. So his mom was trying to call him. Um, Jennifer tried to give him a call again. At 10.45 in the morning, she did get a text saying that he was sorry he missed her calls. But then she, like, kept calling back, and he never never picked up and never talked to her on the phone again. And by 8 o'clock that night, um, he should have been back in Seattle and nowhere to so be Jennifer, yeah so Jennifer um called his mom they were considering filing a missing persons report but they were like well remember that one time he did this he went off to San Diego for a few hours <laughs> so apparently he just like gets in his car and off he goes yeah, so this had happened before, and they thought it was a little weird, but they're like, we'll just wait and see, like, if he And comes at this back. point, you don't know if he's on drugs, if he, you know what I mean, like, ugh. Right. So, by October 12th, um, a sheriff in Yolo County. <laughs> Yolo. 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 Um, which is the county where like Sacramento was located in Yolo County. So basically like the last place that they'd heard from him. Um, they, this sheriff was just doing like a canvas of um, some parking lots and things like that. And he noticed this vehicle that was, um, had been sitting there one day and it was still there the next day. It hadn't moved. It was in some random isolated rest stop um, parking lot at a state park. So he ran the plates found out who owned the vehicle and contacted um, his mom and or reported it um, to the Alhambra Police Department and they told his mom. And at this time, they decided to file the missing persons report. I mean, good call. Yeah. 
probably a little uh, late to the late to the party there, but. Well, I just think, like, even if I'm not filing a missing person report, like, if my, you know, boyfriend, fiancé, husband, whatever, is, like, possibly on drugs and not even, even if he's just very sleep-deprived and I know he's, like, driving this super long drive and he just doesn't show up. Yeah. I don't know. I would be, like, pretty concerned and be, like, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'd do. Yeah, but. I'd be, I'd be on the... Calling everybody. Exactly. So, um, he's now a missing person. Um, and so they started a search for him. They contacted his cell phone provider, found out where his phone last pinged. And it was about 70 miles from where the car was found. Um, the car, like, was... A little weird situation. The battery was dead. It was out of gas. It he looked had like just it had filled up with gas. That's what he was stopping for. That's what he was saying. Yeah. So it's like, did you? Did you run out? Like, where did you? And where they found you and they found booze in the car. Mm, so not a good sign. Not a good for sign. Ready, Rico here in plastic bottles. Yeah. So yeah. So you were like hiding it and. Mm-hmm. Not a good situation. No. Yeah. And so the car had also appeared to have been, like, ransacked, basically. Like, there was just, like, stuff everywhere. <laughs> Although I, <laughs> I had to, like, chuckle when I when they said this. Because if anybody ever found my car, <laughs> it totally looks like it's been ransacked at all times. That's yeah, just that's how life. my life. <laughs> like at one point, my dog, I had styrofoam coffee cups in the back and my dog was riding with me and he literally chewed up all of the styrofoam coffee cups. <laughs> there was like little pieces of foam everywhere. And you're like, well, I don't know who that's going to clean that up because it ain't going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So they were searching, um, searching the area. They were searching the woods um, near the parking lot. Um, people in the area of where his phone had pinged were contacted, and it actually led to. Well, I'm not sure. I found conflicting stories on this. One thing I read said that. Um, they found they talked to this man who had found Rico's backpack. Oh yeah. Uh, checked for an ID, um f- couldn't find anything. They took the backpack with them. Um it had Rico's phone in it. I also saw that the police maybe found the backpack along the side of the road, so I'm not sure which story, but either way, his backpack was found along the yeah. road. I saw the police, but that doesn't yeah, there was a couple. And his different. phone was in the backpack. Yes. And he was, there was pictures of him time stamped around, like, I think they said around, like, 10 p.m. that night. And one of them, he was, like, standing in front of a welcome to Yolo County <laughs> welcome <laughs> sign. And wow. was, like, yeah, like, thinking he, like, taking a selfie, thinking he was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and like I mean, I, videos of him 
like dancing along to music, playing in his car, throwing CDs around. Like, so he was alive and fine in his car sometime the evening of October 10th. Yeah. So weird. Uh, very, like, found, very weird. Yeah. And they found shoe prints. And, like, he wears a size 18. Like, that's not real common. No, it's not just anybody's shoe prints. It's definitely Rico's giant feet. Like, your foot and my foot put together isn't even a size 18. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a big foot. Which it's hard to imagine, like, how giant. So, actually, my foot and my husband's foot combined, like, lengthwise, would be a size 18-ish. Probably a little little more. Mine, yep. That's yeah. like a freaking flipper. That's not yeah, a foot. This guy is 6'9", though, and 300 pounds, so he needs his feet. <laughs> Carry him around. <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with the story, but just imagining that, I'm like, how? Like, how many inches is a size 18 shoe? I need to know. This is important information. You can continue while I... All right, we'll get back to you on the inches of the feet. So, they kept searching. Um, obviously, they were like speculating on and like questioning his state of mind lack of sleep possible drug use most likely alcohol use they did release information to the media they got a few tips um legitimate tips of people saying that they saw him and i mean like this dude is giant so it's like if you see him you're probably going to be like oh yeah that's the guy like he was a huge man. Yeah. <laughs> That's he not did. Bigfoot. That's a human. <laughs> so a men's size 18 is 13 inch, thirteen and 5 sixteenths inches. Like, get a ruler and then <laughs> add a little bit more. That is large. That's a Bigfoot. That's really big. And I bet shoes are not cheap because you probably have to special order them. I just can't even. I know. The thought of a foot that big is just kind of, I wonder what a woman, like what my size is. This is totally not. So I typically wear a seven and a half mm -hmm. and that's 9.3 inches. Oh, so they got um, a few credible tips of sightings and, um, basically of someone matching his description on October 12th, which is two days after he went missing. And then they had another sighting of him on the 18th. So what they were thinking is that he had ditched his vehicle, possibly like with the intention of getting a ride from mm. somebody else um, coming back a few days later, like, something went wrong. Well, because, like, with these multiple sightings, like, he was seen the one day, then he was seen again a few days later. Yeah, true. The, foot, the footprints weren't there right away. They were That's there later. Yeah, and, like... So weird. But at this time, his car had been towed, and then this is where it just goes mysterious because and they're just totally guessing that this is what happened like he oh, disappeared. Yeah, you have no way to know no like he disappeared without a trace like not like nothing that this is it like they had cadaver dog searching um they possibly had something at some body of water that was close by but 
they searched the whole water, didn't find anything. Yeah, they, they even had, like, what, like, a thermogenic plane camera. Yeah, like, this search was not, like, a piddly search. Like, they pulled out all the stops. And, yeah, they basically have no suspects. They don't even have evidence of foul play, necessarily. Uh-uh. They don't have evidence. They don't even have real theories to go off of. Um, just big dude parked his car. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm curious. What are your theories? I think my initial thought is something with drugs. Like, something happened, whether, like, he pissed off the wrong person Mm -hmm. or, like, overdosed with, like, took off with somebody, overdosed type of deal is kind of my... I know that's the boring route, but... Right. It's the most likely. It is. And that's why, like, when I first researched this one, I was like, ooh, mysterious. And then I'm kind of like, well, maybe not so much, like... Obviously, their theory is, like, he had a change of heart with Mm -hmm. moving to Seattle. Like, obviously, he took off and, like, had this crazy trip back home. Maybe it was, like, a goodbye to his mom. Um, Yeah. And he just wanted to, like, escape and, you know, live a new life or something like that. The only part that, like, I have hesitations on is, like, I don't think he started a new life because obviously like you can't in this day and age and you're no. they're gonna find you and you're eight, size 18 feet they're you're not gonna be able to hide yeah it's not like you can like hide in a crowd <laughs> no <laughs> and i like the other thing too like obviously like the drugs and alcohol thing but then it's like what happened like where did he go then? Or if he did, you know, if something, like, if an accident happened or, like, he was planning on coming back to his car and it wasn't there, whatever the case may be, like, where is he then? Whether he's dead or alive, like, where, where is he or where is his body if something happened? Like, that's what baffles me the most. So, my theory is probably, like, he kind of went off the deep end, made some you know, more bad choices of like, uh, maybe I don't want to go back to my girlfriend or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And then, but then something happened to him in his little plan of escape. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. I don't think he went off and started a new life somewhere else. That stuff never happens. No, you don't just, you don't just disappear. Like you're not just hiding in plain sight. There's no way. No, you got to be really good, and you got to have a really good plan, I think, if yeah. you're going to do that. You can't just, like, willy-nilly go and, do that. And, like, not that looks are everything, but I feel like you have to have, like, pretty generic looks to go hide somewhere. Like, you can't be 6'9". Yes. I don't know. Maybe that's... You ha- yeah. No, I but, agree. Like, like, you have to be average-looking or, like, able yeah. to blend into a crowd, kind of. Like, I know somebody who is near that height, and he stands out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because <laughs> you now just I'm curious. Now I'm curious what size foot he has. I'm going to have to find out. <laughs> well, not only that, but, like, not that this guy was super famous by any means, but, like, kind of. I mean, like, he played enough 
basketball in college yeah. and even the Harlem Globetrotter stint where it's like he's known enough people that you yeah. think he could. So I don't know. This one's just kind of a a weirdy one. It's like Amara Murray. Yeah, like you can definitely come up with as many crazy theories as you want, but we really have no idea what happened. The case has been cold since 2015. She's real cold, icy. Very icy. So there's another fun question one for you. Yeah. With no answer. Yeah. Sorry, so, not sorry. We'll no, try for her. We'll try for a solved one next week if you guys want. Yeah. Or not. Or we can just do whatever we want. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We will do whatever we want. Or we'll do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you got to give us your suggestions. We are happy to accommodate. Heck yeah. Check us out on the Facebook or the Insta and follow us and message us and give us a... Give us a like or whatever. We like a like, like or a follow or Heck a yeah. rating. Reviews are good. Ooh. We like those. Yes. Thank- yeah. Thanks for the ratings for those of you who have provided those. Yeah. They give us the warm, the warm fuzzies. As much as we can get warm fuzzies. Exactly. But well, until next time, guys. Stay safe. Lock your freaking doors and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Bye. Bye.